Caleb Pollock was one of millions coerced and deceived into getting the deadly COVID shots when they were mandated in 2021. Could you tell us why you decided to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Basically, a lot of it had to do with the things I was hearing on TV. So there was a lot of fear just being screamed at me by not just the TV, but also like, you know, when you hear like the WHO is on TV telling you that this is like a deadly pandemic and, you know, people with immune disorders are going to, you know, die from COVID-19 more likely than other people. Um, you know, I was hearing about that and my dad was dying in long-term care at the time. In order to go see him, I needed the shots. In order to go to work, I needed the shots. A week after receiving the Moderna booster shot, she fell to the floor and was paralyzed for 30 minutes. Another episode happened a week later, and shortly after that, she became paralyzed from the neck down. The first doctor told her that this was something that often happens to people when they're upset, and that it was all in her head. He told me that um, this was something that often happens to people when they're upset and that I essentially this was in my head and the good news was that I would get better because I was essentially having an episode that was some sort of psychotic episode. I asked him when I would get better and he said, you know, it, it, it's up to you really. A second doctor was honest with her, but had to keep it hidden. The second diagnosis, a, a doctor came to me and he whispered in my ear and he said, I think there's something seriously wrong with you. I do not think you're faking. He said, I have a neurologist or a radiologist who's willing to read your report at home. If you go into the scanner right now, I can get that done. They found a massive lesion on her spine, and the doctor told her it was most likely caused by the vaccine and that he's seen many cases just like it. Most likely it's going to be probably if I'm using my gut impression here from the vaccine. So other people have it? Many. Many? Many. Kayla spent several months in the hospital's rehabilitation center where the staff offered her medical-assisted suicide on two occasions which is the only assistance the medical system seems to offer. Rehab didn't do a whole lot. Um, I, when I was sent home from rehab, I was told that I'd be getting a lot of personal support hours, and I got home from rehab, and uh, for uh, four days straight, nobody came. If this story is disturbing to you, then it means you still have a heart, and your human soul has managed to survive these dark days. The trauma has been too much for many who have disassociated into cold indifference and fail to fully recognize the crimes that are being committed against all of humanity. Celia Farber wrote that what has happened and is happening is by far the worst crime ever committed, worse than the atomic bombs and all wars combined. We all struggle to fight off the feeling that in some way we have already died. And the daily challenge is not to disassociate, but to bear witness, since every person still alive now is either a victim of the shots or a witness. And we should be prepared for these criminals to try this again.
The mainstream media is now talking about strange cases of the measles. The highly infectious measles virus is spreading across more of the country, including in Florida, where a concerning outbreak is growing. And the latest CDC data shows more than 30 cases nationwide this year across more than a dozen states. Is there something about this year that is making people more vulnerable to the measles right now? Yeah, it's a combination of people not getting their vaccines on schedule during the pandemic and then just not necessarily getting to the doctor's office. If you are looking for ways to help, Veterans for Freedom have launched a Give, Send, Go for Kayla to raise funds for a service dog. Greg Reese reporting. That's available. Excuse me, that uh, video is available at Bandot Video. Medical staff offers assisted suicide to Canadian woman paralyzed from COVID shots. Or as the Slay headline puts it, Canadian doctors admit COVID booster shot paralyzed woman offer to euthanize her to make up for it. Sorry we paralyzed you. Can we kill you? Will it help if we just put you out of your misery from what we did? In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar. A true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal. I really feel the need to fully explain to you what exactly is happening in Canada, which when I was growing up, known for its sort of, I don't know, cultural softness, maple syrup he's got the image of some kind of like pudgy white guy in a hunting outfit enjoying the day that's that was my image of of canada like a nicer america just a more friendly america kind of thing Uh, but now they are a cesspit of evil of unrelenting evil whether it is made which is killing tens of thousands of people dozens of people a day being put down like dogs by their own government, in some cases because the people can no longer bear to live with the injuries inflicted on them by their own government with the COVID vaccine, as we just saw in that Greg Reese report. But likewise, the new online hate bill is a very, very thinly veiled truth ministry, essentially, a la 1984. And I don't even have to add anything to this article. I'm just going to read to you from this mainstream article about what is contained within the liberal online hate bill. And it's beyond your imagination. It is is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So 
in a move aimed at curbing the spread of what it terms online hate. Now remember, hate is a very convenient word because it means nothing. It means whatever you want it to mean. It just doesn't mean anything, really, at the end of the day. So, so again, very convenient to be writing laws where they get to assume the uh, reason you're doing something or saying something. They get to presume your state of mind and then send you to prison for life on the basis of that presumption. Full-fledged, just blasphemy laws, basically. This is a this is an, uh, the liberal inquisition being put into place here. Among the categories of harmful content identified in the act are materials that incite violence, extremism, or terrorism, promote violence, or foment hatred. Now, I know there's another level of irony to this when you have Justin Trudeau extolling the virtues of democracy while simultaneously his government makes it illegal to say certain things in public. There's a contradiction there. But the ultimate irony, ratcheting up the irony a bit, is the fact that Justin Trudeau is extolling the virtues of democracy in pursuit of continuing the Ukraine war, which I would consider fomenting violence and promoting violence since, you know, it's a war. So there's just another level of of irony on top of this, where if you want to promote the hatred of Russians, that's perfectly allowed. And if you want to promote the wholesale slaughter of tens of thousands of Ukrainians in a purposeless charade, that's fine too, I guess. That's not promoting violence. But if you oppose that, maybe that's promoting violence or or fomenting hatred or misinformation or disinformation. It's all arbitrary. The amendments include an introduction of a standalone hate crime offense applicable across all criminal offenses with penalties extending up to life imprisonment. Life imprisonment. Maximum punishments for existing hate propaganda offenses are also set to be increased substantially. The new standalone hate crime offense that would apply to every offense in the criminal code and any other act of parliament allowing penalties of up to life imprisonment to denounce and deter the hateful conduct as a crime in itself. So the hateful conduct will be a crime in and of itself. Usually the way hate crimes works is there a an add-on to an already existing crime. So if a, a majority or a not protected class, remember that is white, straight men, Christians, these are, these are the people who can commit hate crimes against everybody else. So if, if a white guy commits a crime against a black guy, the Canadian government and the American government for that matter comes in and says, actually you're doing this because of hate, because of this ethereal concept of hatred. And so actually your crime is worse than just a crime. It's not, you didn't just rob the guy, you did it because hate. So therefore you have to go to prison for extra years. But what Canada is doing now is saying the hate itself is the crime. How does that work? I couldn't possibly tell you. It's not supposed to work. It's not going to work. It's not real. None of this is real. It's very, again, very thinly veiled. Censorship, that's it. Just brutal, purposeless censorship for its own sake. That's, that's all that's happening here. The bill would raise the maximum punishments for the four hate propaganda offenses from five years to life imprisonment 
for advocating genocide, again, unless it's against the Palestinians, in which case not being against the genocide is hate. It's anti-Semitism. Because as you, as you well know, if you're against what's going on in Gaza, you're anti-Zionist. If you're anti-Zionist, you're anti-Semitic. If you're anti-Semitic, you're a Nazi. If you're a Nazi, you support Hamas. If you support Hamas, then you think that what happened on October 7th uh, was good and justified, and you want all Jews to die. So therefore, opposing the war in Gaza is to call for genocide against the Jews. So you're not allowed to oppose that genocide or promote any others, okay? Wrap your minds around this and understand it's nonsense. It's utter, complete, ridiculous nonsense that's designed exclusively to silence your opposition to anything the government wants to do, up to and including genocide against you. So if you're advocating genocide, you'll get life imprisonment. It's very weird. It's very bizarre. I mean, the ICJ did say that what Israel's doing could very well amount to genocide. So is this is this a secret Nazi move? Are the, are the Canadians secret Nazis that are setting it up to imprison all Israelis and Israeli supporters in Canada? No. No, they're not. They're just making completely contradictory and arbitrary laws so they can imprison whoever they want whenever they want for opposing them because apparently shutting off their bank accounts wasn't effective enough. So from two years to five years will be the punishment uh, for the others when persecuted by way of indictment. Also, the bill would add a definition of hatred based on the past decisions of the Supreme Court of Canada to the criminal code. The text of the bill defines, quote, content that foments hatred as, quote, content that expresses detestation or vilification of an individual or group of individuals on the basis of a prohibited ground of discrimination. So again, what, what they're saying here is that from now on in Canada, the law will be that there are some people that you can criticize, some people you can vilify, and some people you can't. There are some genocide you can call for and some that you can't. There are some individuals that are protected from criticism and others that aren't. The ones that aren't protected are white Christian men and women, probably for that matter, and the protected classes, the ones you cannot vilify or detest, are, are everybody else. So again, you, you can't express detestation of an individual under this law. You understand? Do you understand what's happening? If you detest a gay person, not because they're gay, it doesn't say you have to detest them because of the thing that they are. If you just detest them, if you express detestation of a person who happens to be gay, life in prison. Wish I was joking. Really wish I was making this up, but I'm not. Anyone will also be able to file complaints against others for posting hate speech online that is discriminatory against protected categories such as gender, race, disability, and others. Amendments to the Canadian Human Rights Act will let anybody file complaints against persons posting so-called hate speech within the Canadian Rights, uh, Human Rights Commission. If found guilty, the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal can order those found to violate the government's definition of hatred with fines up to $70,000 and take down orders of the content. According to the text of the bill, the tribunal has the power to order payments of up to $20,000 for the victims of so-called online hate, as well as ordered to pay the government $50,000 if the member panel considers it 
appropriate. So now you have a $20,000 bounty on people to go around and try to find hateful, in quotations, posts. They'll pay you $20,000 if you can find somebody posting hate. That's, they're, they're, they're incentivizing this. Okay, just utter madness. Really, honestly, it is, it is beyond description. Tribunal will also have the power to hide the identities of those who bring complaints against anybody who they deem to have posted online hate speech. Additionally, it can compel those who face complaints to not reveal the identity of those involved upon discovery. So no downside to reporting somebody for hate speech. Your identity will be concealed completely, but the person that you've accused will have their identity unmasked. They'll be charged $70,000, $20,000 of which will go to you, and you never have to even tell anybody who you are. And again, they have the standalone hate crime statute in here, meaning that you don't have to actually commit a crime to be found guilty of hate and sent to life imprisonment. Complete and utter madness. What else is there to say? Honestly, what else? How much worse could it possibly get? How do people not realize what's going on? Well, but it's hate, but you just can't express hate. And it's, we have to do something to stop all the hate. The Human Rights Commission throwing people in prison for their words. Again, the irony is overwhelming. We have to go to war to save peace. We have to be totalitarians to save democracy. The Human Rights Commission is destroying the basic human right of self-expression. And it goes on and on and on, and it never ends. Now, yesterday we covered in Ukraine the report from the New York Times, which apparently because it's New York Times now makes it fact, despite the fact that we've known all of this forever. We've known the people involved and why it's happening and how it's happening. But now the New York Times has said it. It is now in American consciousness. The effect that has had has been nothing. There's been no effect. There's been no slowdown. There's been no reporters asking politicians about it holding their feet to the fire. Hey, if we're in war with Russia because America was manipulating Ukraine and overthrew their government and is building secret bases on the border of Russia, doesn't that kind of change the whole composition of this entire war? Doesn't that sort of justify and actually confirm what Putin has been saying since before the war began? Isn't this all your fault, actually, for doing this in the first place? There's been none of that. There's been no questions asked. There's been no come-to-Jesus moment. It just passes over them like, like, a, like water off a duck's back. It just doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. It's whatever they can trick people into. It's dizzying, the manipulation that we're under. It's clip 15 here. is a little compilation showing you some videos and interviews from the time that this stuff was happening, it gives you a pretty good timeline idea of how this all came about and what exactly was the impact of American CIA operatives and even the head of the CIA going to Ukraine to take control of that country and wield it like a, like a proxy army against our enemies in Russia, who we still haven't figured out why they're our enemies yet. Well, there are enemies because Putin invaded Russia or invaded Ukraine. That's why, because Putin's evil. 
okay? But we also invaded Ukraine, apparently. We just did it clandestinely and through a color revolution and a false flag massacre. But Putin evil. Remember Putin evil. So here's clip number 15. Here's a little little compilation for you showing you the effects of being friends with America. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to No, it, ha- it happened uh, only in, in the uh, some co- comments from Moscow. I don't know. So that was Russian disinformation. I was in Kiev a couple weeks ago, yes. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukrainian partners and friends. Ukraine's acting president has announced the start of an anti-terrorist operation in the east of the country. Ukraine is conducting an anti-terrorist operation, it says. What terrorists? Who are you calling terrorists? Ask the normal people being called terrorists. Kiev sent in troops to try to wrest back control of the east. I met with those people that are standing in the street. They speak about these people want two state languages. People want federalization. See this guy driving by cannons. Today there's a call to send the army there. Today there's a call to cleanse these terrorists. Today their own citizens are called terrorists. For what? I really believe we have the opportunity to save the country. But for this, there's a need to stop the escalation of violence, stop military operations, to enter into negotiations. And now that uh, reasonable gentleman is being attacked by a mob. We are soldiers. We are following orders. An officer gave us an order. We jumped in our vehicles and gave up our weapons. That's it. And whose orders were you following when you came here? Guys, we're starting the process of disarmament. That's it. Movement, though, by Russian speakers in eastern Ukraine who are not happy with the current situation. We do have difference in my country. That's true. Every country has differences. But we are ready to bridge all these differences. Easter Sunday was anything but peaceful in this corner of eastern Ukraine. At least two people were killed in a gunfight near Slavyansk at this makeshift checkpoint manned by pro-Russian separatists. They say they were attacked by a convoy of ultra-nationalists called the Right Sector, whose power base is in the West. It's not clear what happened here, but this is exactly the kind of incident that could really blow this situation up into a civil war. U.S. officials say the vice president's in Kiev to boost economic and political assistance to authorities there. Speaking to its new pro-Western leaders, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden pledged to help Ukraine through the crisis, including an aid package of $50 million. We can help in stabilizing and strengthening Ukraine's economy by helping you withstand the unfair economic pressure being thrust upon you. We stand ready to do that, and I say the American people stand ready. Ukrainian people deserve to uh, determine their future, uh, again, free from outside interference. And that's what the United States is trying to do. And uh, to the extent that uh, we here at CIA can work with our partners in Ukraine and other areas to, to give them the, uh, the information, the, the capabilities that they need in order to bring stability and security back to that country, we will do that. Really powerful compilation. I'll have to find who did that so I can give them uh, credit. Because, yeah, it's... Really does a better job than even I could of explaining. Like it's it's better just to see it play out as it did rather than uh, 
trying to explain the timeline in words, but you do understand what actually happened here, right? Just go over the timeline again. Elected president decides to go with Russia over the EU. Then there's a manufactured color revolution sponsored by George Soros in the U.S. State Department and Victoria Newland, who attempted to overthrow uh, that government when the protest wasn't working on its own. Then they carried out a false flag massacre in which the Maidan protesters, 50 of them were killed by Maidan snipers from the Maidan-controlled buildings. False flagged, uh, false flagged this, this protest, turned it into a massacre and a, a massive conflict, overthrew the government, kicked out the duly elected president, installed a puppet president, and then the people in the eastern part of the country who didn't, weren't, didn't agree with the protest, didn't want the president overthrown, wanted to have the person they voted for that won the election, so they rejected the coup president and the, the coup leaders, and so then the American-backed CIA-trained people who were put in charge declared them all terrorists and went to war to cleanse the area of the people who didn't want their country overthrown by the American government, the CIA, as John Brennan flew to Ukraine the, Wait, at the you, cusp of this issue. Are you describing January 6th? Or? That is, it was exactly oh. my next point. Uh, whether it's, it's Gaza or Ukraine, I can't help but feel a, a bit of compatriotism with the people in eastern Ukraine who simply were against the manipulation of their electoral system by American deep state operatives and in return have been called domestic terrorists and had a war waged against them. Yeah, you're exactly right. This has a lot of parallels to January 6th, actually. If you oppose the completely undemocratic, totally totalitarian and oppressive actions of the deep state, you will be declared a terrorist. And they'll be saying they'll say they're preserving democracy by eliminating you. This is exactly what happened in Ukraine. And uh, that has led us to the precipice of World War III, which also seems to be the plan of these very people. John Brennan, you know, all the people in the CIA and the NSA, the people that ran the Aventua One program, the people that funded the COVID research, the people that started the Russia collusion uh, lie that destroyed Donald Trump's presidency, the people that impeached President Trump, the people that, by the way, rigged the election of 2020 to keep Trump out of office and then put undercover operatives into January 6th to cause violence and justify a second impeachment and a full-scale anti-terrorist insurgency against the people of the United States who happen to go protest their actions. It is. They, they find these, these playbooks— that they can carry out, and they just do it over and over, regardless of how obvious it is what their real intentions are. And it just goes on and on and on. So I guess we can be glad that they haven't deployed tanks and, and bomber jets against us yet, but it's a matter of degree. And as I said, this has driven us towards the precipice of World War III, and as we're sitting here teetering on the edge of the cliff, beyond which lies nuclear annihilation, 
everybody from uh, President of France, Emmanuel Macron, to American diplomats like Victoria Nuland are doing everything they can to shove us that little bit over the edge and into the abyss. So we'll get into that on the other side as we break down some of the, the latest threats. Yesterday we covered the threat of or the uh, head of the EU saying that Ukraine certainly will join the bloc and Putin's response that said, well, if that happens, then NATO is going to be actually at war with Russia. And I want to remind you, we are the foremost nuclear superpower in the world. So maybe think about that before you do it. And that, of course, has done nothing to slow down or mitigate the onward rush towards the apocalypse, which makes complete sense when you understand that the desires of the globalists are all very easily fulfilled with a uh, world war that gives them the excuse they need to censor, control, ration, and manipulate the public. We have to do something about this. Not all energy drinks, not all energy powders, not all energy pills are made equal. A lot of them out there work really well. They wake you up and for a long time. The problem is they have a horrible letdown and they have ingredients in them that are not good for your body. TurboForce was developed by one of the top scientists, sports nutrition experts in the country. And obviously because of all the attacks on M4s, it was a private contract. But we paid him to develop what he believed with the ingredients available would be the best, cleanest, long-term, 10-hour clean energy. And we were able to develop TurboForce. Only takes a little bit and it time releases. Hits in about 30 minutes, but the different natural compounds that are in it synergistically work to give you energy on average for 10 hours with no letdown. Now that doesn't mean if you end up not sleeping all night on it, you're not gonna be tired the next day. But if you take it in the morning, say, and then work till midnight, I have no hangover from it, my crew doesn't, the listeners love it. So I want to encourage all the viewers and listeners out there that want to support the broadcast at the same time get an incredible product, go to InfoWarsStore.com today and peruse the site. And while you're there, get a canister of TurboForce. We used to have it in little individual serving packets, but most folks told us a full packet was too much. So now it's in a single scooper, and this formula is even stronger. That's why it's TurboForce Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, TurboForce doesn't just boost your focus and your clarity and your stamina and your libido and so much more. It doesn't just do it in a clean, focused way. It also funds the info war. Are there a few other energy drinks and energy mixes out there that are, quite frankly, just as good? Yeah, this guy that developed ours developed those as well. But this is in the top three or four in the world. It works the best and it funds the info war, a 360 win. Get Turbo Force today on sale at InfoWarsStore.com. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. 
Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now, InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow, and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. if this American aid doesn't arrive. appropriate that is to our continuing conversation of Ukraine. Yes, we are going to continue to talk about it because somebody should tell the truth about everything happening in Ukraine that is 100% lied about on mainstream media in every possible regard. This is from War Clandestine on Twitter, and I think he breaks it down pretty well, the, the recent revelations out of New York Times and the mainstream media. He says this at War Clandestine on Twitter, on X rather. In case you didn't hear, the MSM are now admitting that Ukraine is a CIA proxy, meaning Putin's invasion of Ukraine was not unprovoked, and that the U.S. are expansionist, overthrowing sovereign nations for geopolitical gain. The U.S. brought war to Putin's doorstep, meaning that every single thing the Western media has told you about the war in Ukraine was based on a lie. All the analysis you heard from pompous MSM talking heads was based on the presumption that Putin did this unprovoked just because he is literally Hitler. None of it was true. Turns out Putin's accusation of Western intelligence controlling Ukraine were correct. Therefore, his attack is more than justified. Just imagine if Russia funded Nazi militia in Canada, started a civil war, overthrew the 
government, then installed their own puppet regime, then put Russian intelligence bases and biolabs all over our northern border. Every American would be calling to flatten Canada and Russia. Well, that's exactly what the U.S. did to Russia, and they're pissed. Russia tried to join NATO, but they were denied. Russia tried to negotiate nonviolent means to resolve this conflict. They were denied. Russia tried to present their grievances of U.S. bioweapon production and espionage to the, we to the U.N. They were denied. Russia tried to go the diplomatic route, and the West just cried Russian disinformation while they were the ones pushing disinformation. The West also went out of their way to censor independent journalists like me, who have been telling you this from day one, because if the public knew this detail the entire time, they wouldn't have supported sending our tax dollars there. This is going to be a tough pill to swallow for many Americans, but Russia are not the bad guys in this scenario. The West are, and it's not even close. The sooner we recognize this, the sooner we can clean up the mess. Well, on top of that, I hate to break it to you, but it's exactly the same playbook that we already fell for 20 years ago with Iraq, only this time they didn't even bother to make up weapons of mass destruction. But time and time again, Americans who you think would learn a lesson at some point when you have war after war every time having a horrific, pointless outcome that benefits nobody, you would think that when the next war was presented, they would have some reticence in diving right in. But that's not the case, actually. We go all in, even when the history and the run-up to the war was on display for everybody to see. If they cared to look, it just wasn't presented by the MSM, so nobody cared. And now that it's been revealed by the MSM that we did, in fact, have bases on the Russian border, that we were, in fact, controlling Ukraine as a proxy after we, the CIA, overthrew their duly elected leader— it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even though it's been presented, even though it's been published in the New York Times, the old lady, the newspaper of record, and now that it's been acknowledged by the ultimate arbiter of truth in this country, it still doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. So, so what do we do here? What do you do when you can expose the manipulation that led to the outbreak of a horrific war that now teeters on the edge of global conflict and nuclear exchange the entire basis was utterly fraudulent you can expose that and, and nobody cares and nothing happens what do you do i really don't know i'm not asking rhetorically i'm legitimately confused nato and EU, eu states quote consider sending troops to ukraine yeah, why not why not right it's just completely insane. The prime minister of Slovakia has claimed that NATO and the EU member states are preparing to deploy troops to Ukraine. And, of course, there are reports from Russia that there already are troops in Ukraine. They are just wearing Ukrainian uh, uniforms. And recently there have been videos published of Americans in Ukrainian uniforms being captured, clearly American from the, the way that they speak. Let's go to clip number seven here. This is a news clip about Emmanuel Macron, president of France, not ruling out sending Western ground troops to Ukraine to preserve our democracy, remember? In a bid to rally Western support around Ukraine, French President Emmanuel Macron held a conference with leaders from dozens of countries. He said France would do whatever was needed for as long as it was needed to stop Russia winning the war in Ukraine, which could even include sending troops. There is no consensus today to send ground troops in an official, endorsed and sanctioned manner, but in dynamic terms, nothing should be ruled out. We will do whatever it takes to ensure that Russia cannot win this war. 
Macron announced that a coalition of states will begin to supply Ukraine with longer-range missiles and that Europe will step up provision of ammunition and other essential components such as powder. This as Russia's war on Ukraine begins its third year and Macron is worried that US support for Kyiv is flagging. A 60 billion US dollar aid package is slowly making its way through US Congress and some Republican lawmakers are fiercely opposed to it. And President Trump, who's also against sending further aid, could be re-elected in November. The EU, meanwhile, has delivered less than a third of the shells it has promised. Ukraine warned on Sunday that delayed deliveries of supplies from Western partners is costing lives on the front line. And some 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed on the battlefield since the start of the war. Both Macron and Zelensky warned that Russia's war is a threat to Europe as a whole. Everything that we do together to defend ourselves from Russian aggression adds security to all our nations for decades ahead, because each of Russia's losses and each of Russia's defeats teaches Russia and any other enemy of Europe and the free world as a whole that aggression does not and cannot get results. In recent days, Russia has made some advances, including capturing the town of Adivka. So there you go. Macron says he hasn't ruled out sending Western uh, ground troops to Ukraine, just really getting us fully fledged into World War III with Russia over uh, that guy, Zelensky. I mean, that's, you know, he's got to stay president and we all have to die to make that happen. That's just the way it is, I guess. Now, there's no reasoning or, or logic behind the statement that, you know, Putin will never stop, that supporting Ukraine uh, makes all of Europe safer. It, it it manifestly doesn't. It's just like obviously in your face, the danger is ramping up and up and up. The further we go in our support of Ukraine, the more we double down in our support of this pointless and unwinnable war, the more dangerous it is for everybody in the world when you're talking about nuclear exchange. Uh, but so that's a lie. But then he says that every every Russian loss advances democracy that much more only to be immediately followed as the as the reporter reports uh, Russia is not losing they're not losing they they don't lose they they keep winning actually they did take a pause for about a year and tried to get you to come to the negotiation table after having achieved the the main part of their military objectives they were willing to discuss peace with you but you rejected that and now they're like, okay, I guess we have to advance again. And Russia troops have advanced in three locations, the Institute of Study of War reported. The U.S. think tank said geolocated footage confirmed Moscow's forces have made gains near Bakhmut, Adivka, and western Zaporozhye. Its assessment came after Russia said on Sunday that its forces have taken a more advantageous position near Adivka and Donetsk in the east, with President Vladimir Putin having ordered the military to push further into Ukraine after two years of full-scale war. So you could just stop this at any point. You could just, you know, I, I mean, it's unfortunate that you have to give up uh, a chunk of your land. But to be fair, the people in that chunk of land weren't in favor of you overthrowing their government and then you called them terrorists and went on a war of extermination against them so i think they have to be protected from you and that's your fault all of this is your fault people ask me all the time why do your supplements work so well 
because we go out and find out what's already the best sellers nationwide and worldwide. Then we go to the top companies to produce them and we private label already existing best-selling products. And in most cases, we ask them to make it even stronger, even better, because we want it to work for you. We want you to love it. We want you to come back and get more of it. We treat you like we want to be treated. Plus, that's just good business. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, we have the strongest turmeric formula out there, bar none. We went to multiple top suppliers in the country about five years ago now and said, what is the strongest curcuminoid or concentrate of turmeric you put out? They said it's 75, 85%, but most people only go with 5%. That's raw turmeric. We said, what's the strongest you can do? 95%. We have the strongest turmeric on the market at 95% with a bunch of other natural ingredients that supercharge it for your inflammation for your joints, for your bones, for your brain, for your heart, for your kidneys, for your liver, for all your organs, for everything. This is such an incredible product. It's Body's ultimate turmeric formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. That's the concentrate of turmeric. Ladies and gentlemen, Body's is an incredible product. And when you get it, it funds the info war, which is a 360 win. Why are some of you shopping with the big box stores and the establishment, who have some great supplements, by the way, and some crap ones? Why aren't you shopping with the good guys at InfoWarsStore.com? I want to thank all of you that do shop at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to encourage all the other great listeners and viewers, people watching us on X and you name it, to please go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out these amazing products like Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula, and I know you're going to love it and become a repeat customer that allows us to stay on the air and expand in the face of the tyrants. So get your Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula now with 95% humanoid at InfoWarsStore.com. Victor in Florida, thank you for holding. Go ahead. I have to say, it really pisses me off to hear when you say that only 2% of the people that listen to this broadcast buy products. Um, I'm a young man. I don't make that much money. I just bought a house. I just got married. I buy the products as much as I can. I buy them almost every month. I've bought the iodine, the beets, the methylfolate. I've just tried it. It's absurd to me that you people are listening to this guy. I've listened to you for 10 years. He puts this show out here for free, and you're not supporting him. Our country is falling apart, but you've got millions of people listening to you not doing shit. Excuse my friends. Well, look, look, there's a glut of media. There's so much media. I'm not blaming the 99%, 99% that never buy anything. It's just these are really good products, and if we just had 1% more by the products, it would change the whole world. So these are really great products to begin with. We have the best turmeric out there, 95% humanoid, incredible anti-inflammation, so good for your whole body. We have all the other great products at InfoWarsStore.com. We have Next Level Foundational Energy with the methylfolate and the B-complex that supercharges cellular energy. So it's not a stimulant, but it feels like a stimulant. Let me ask you, what happened when you took Next Level Foundational Energy? <laughs> I've been taking it for, I don't know, a couple of weeks now. And in my younger days, I've experimented with stimulants and those things. It feels nothing like that. You feel like you're supposed to feel it. You're supposed to have energy, you know, and, it, and it, that's pretty much it. It doesn't feel like a stimulant. You just feel like you're supposed to. And what it does is it's the, it's the breakdown of folic acid that almost everybody, but particularly some people, Northern Europeans, have, have a low breakdown of. So you just give your cells the direct food that they operate off of and they clean out with. That's why Next Level Foundational Energy is so important. Thank you for the call, Victor, and thanks for the plug.
Ukraine war. I, I know it's been a, a major topic here, but because the people in power seem to be doing everything they can to drive us towards World War III deliberately. So it's sort of our responsibility to rein them in. I mean, they can do it. They can start World War III and then we'll all have to suffer the consequences or we can figure out who's doing it and why and remove them and have peace. Those are the options that we're faced with. So from the Guardian, Russian NATO, or I'm sorry, Russia-Ukraine war live. Kremlin warns of conflict with NATO if alliance troops fight in Ukraine. The Kremlin has suggested that conflict between Russia and U.S.-led NATO military alliance would become inevitable if European members of NATO sent troops to fight in Ukraine. Sweden, Poland, and the Czech Republic have distanced themselves from Emmanuel Macron, saying on Monday there was no consensus on sending Western troops to Ukraine, but nothing should be excluded. And by the way, this also has to do with uh, farmland, the fact that Ukraine is like the breadbasket of Europe and has massive uh, agricultural power, and the fact that I need to find the, the exact article here, but it was in 2020 that a law was passed in Ukraine that allowed, it lifted the country's moratorium on the sale of agricultural land. And the, the firms that bought it up dumped cheap Ukrainian wheat on the Polish market to undermine uh, Poland's support for the war. Ukraine farmland and its grain production that fed the world is now owned by mega corporations based in the U.S. and EU, including Vanguard Group, uh, Copernic Global Investors, BNP Asset Management Holding, Goldman Sachs owned NN Investment Partners Holding, and Nor Norges, Norges, I don't know, Bank Investment Management. Several large U.S. pension funds, foundations, and university endowments are also investing in Ukraine land through NCH Capital, a U.S.-based private equity fund, which is the fifth largest landholder in the country. So remember, not only did you know, did America's overthrow of the Ukrainian government set the stage for, you know, this, this war eventually, but it also allowed them to have the influence they needed to destroy Ukraine's moratorium on foreign ownership of their farmland, which allowed Goldman Sachs and Vanguard and all these other private equity groups from the U.S. to buy up that farmland and use it to uh, manipulate the global wheat market. But in addition to that, Zelensky himself has signed agreements and made statements confirming that once the Ukraine war is over and the country is fully decimated, they plan on allowing Goldman Sachs and Vanguard and BlackRock to come in and rebuild Ukraine from the ground up. Of course, you'll be paying with that with your tax dollars, but they'll be making bank and getting greater control over the country that they performed a coup in low 10 years ago. And so Polish Prime Minister Donald Tusk said on Tuesday he couldn't exclude widening a national ban on imports of Ukrainian grain to other products if the EU does not act, saying, quote, we are discussing that it would be possible to extend the embargo to other products if the EU does not find a more effective way to protect Polish and European markets. Polish farmers have been protesting against imports at the Ukrainian border, including dumping grain destined for other markets from a freight train a week ago. They want to extend the ban to other goods, including fruit, eggs, 
and meat. So this does have a lot to do with that. And, you know, in addition to that, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in Ukraine. Obviously, American politicians all have kids with high paying positions in Ukrainian oil companies and other other sorts of things like that. Ukraine has for decades been a hotspot of human trafficking and the number one exporter, if you want to put it that way, of sex slaves being exported from uh, from that area. You know, George Soros, very active in all of the former Soviet states and trying to push his Open Society Foundation, a.k.a. liberal plastic monoculture, totalitarianism on everybody. It's just a mess. It's a big mess, and it's all our fault because we allow these people to rule over us. Schultz has ruled out NATO troops in Ukraine. That's the uh, leader of uh, Germany. Jen Stoltenberg says no plans for NATO troops on the ground in Ukraine. France says nothing ruled out to thwart Russia in Ukraine. So some people are saying uh, they'll be sending troops. Other people saying that would be World War III. Let's not do that. Uh, Again, you know, it's a a pro and con thing. Con, World War III, continued war, massive conflict were unnecessary, millions dead, Uh, The pro is you get to virtue signal about the democracy that doesn't exist. So we'll see where that where that balance lies. Just madness, utter, complete, ridiculous madness. But it continues forever and ever and ever. Spain disagrees with sending European troops to Ukraine. uh, But Macron is is really going for it. Britain has no plans for large scale deployment in Ukraine. But they got to do something because Russia is advancing and having success, taking over more and more land of Ukraine because Ukraine, through pressure from NATO, refuses to come to the negotiating table. Just goes on and on. Some other news from Ukraine is sort of equally disturbing. First, Trudeau is sending another $3 billion to Ukraine. But this time it includes $4 million for gender and diversity. So remember what they want to send you to fight and die for it's their own warped sense of liberal virtue in which you are evil tradition is to be destroyed and the highest virtue and value is um homosexuality it's it's wonderful it's brilliant we have to i mean you know we'll, we'll we'll kill we'll kill however many ukrainians we need to to get rainbow crosswalks in kiev Ukraine military intelligence has confirmed Nalvani died from a natural blood clot, just like the Kremlin said. Yet another example, another one of these that's coming to my mind this morning when considering this, where you've got outrage about Nalvani, you've got speeches from Anthony Blinken and Joe Biden and everybody who's anybody's coming out and blaming Nalvani's death on Vladimir Putin. They're outraged. It's another reason we have to double down our support for Ukraine. Then it comes out, according to Ukraine themselves, that he wasn't actually murdered. He died of a detached blood clot, which means maybe it was the vaccine, or maybe it was something that happened with his wife. This is other speculation that we've heard. It was a friend of the show, Matthew Arrett, actually. I was watching a, uh, him on live stream, and he pointed out, and we saw it at the time, the, uh, Nalvani's wife gave a speech at a Munich security conference the day after Nalvani died, in which, again, she encouraged war against Russia. And it turns out that the day before that, the day before Nalvani died, she had visited Nalvani and given him a 
packet of medicine and uh, food and then jetted off to the Munich Security Conference where she gave his obituary. So that's interesting. Was he poisoned by his own wife? That's the speculation that we're hearing because after all, what is one death when you can use it to continue your remaking of the globe in your order, in your uh, image? It's really incredible. So let's go to clip 21 here. This is the head of the main intelligence group in Ukraine confirming that Novani died of natural causes. Oops. I don't know the translated version, but yeah, he says, look, I'm sorry to tell you, that's the information we have. He died of a blood clot. So, I mean, does that change anything? I mean, when you have given speeches and are, are predicating decisions based on the utterly baseless idea that Nalvani was murdered in prison, and then it turns out that he didn't, does that change? Like, you want to go back? You want to change anything? You want to give another speech? No? No? We're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Now, on top of that, it's even crazier. Arrest in Tucker Carlson assassination attempt. Ukrainian intelligence hired a Russian hitman to murder journalists. Russian counter-terrorist forces have foiled a terrorist attack in Moscow, which had been planned, directed, and financed by the main directorate of intelligence of Ukraine. The terrorist cell was operated by Ukrainian handlers in order to carry out an attack on American journalist Tucker Carlson during his visit to Moscow. We can go down to clip number 13. Here's the uh, interrogation with the assassin, potential assassin. He says, my name is uh, Alexievich. I was born in 1980 in In November 2023, I was recruited by the main director of intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine. I was trained in working with special communications, collecting and detonating explosive devices, and working with caches. He says, on January 31st, I received a task from the curator to pick up an explosive device from a hiding place and use it to blow up a car. What was promised to you? He's asked money, $4,000. Where's the explosive device supposed to be used? He says in the underground parking of the Four Seasons Hotel in Moscow. I was supposed to pick up the device from a hiding place and go place it under the car. He's asked, was it uh, planned to use the device? I wasn't told. He didn't know who he was targeting. Do you know who the target was? Yes, American journalist Tucker Carlson. So he didn't know at the time, but now he knows. What went wrong? I was detained at the preparation stage. Tucker Carlson, nearly the victim of an assassination attempt from our allies, Ukraine. Don't In the year 2024, the once great city of New York has become the most corrupt, liberal-infested hellhole in the entire country. Radical Democrat policies have created the most deteriorated and lawless zone in the nation. Riots, violent crime, drug proliferation, and a surge of illegal migrants flood the city streets. This issue will destroy New York City. Meanwhile, George Soros-backed prosecutors wage a war on law and order. Today, justice has been served. These are felony crimes in New York State, no matter who you are. Reshaping the city into a stronghold of communist control. She's prepared to seize Donald Trump's assets, including his buildings, if he doesn't pay the money. The rules are simple. Join the deep state or face extinction. Attention, you are now entering the debarkation area. No talking, no smoking. Follow the orange line to the processing area. The next scheduled departure to the prison is in two hours. You now have the option to terminate and be cremated on the premises. 
If you elect this option, notify the duty sergeant in your processing area. lie to you about what's happening now. InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. America has been captured. We have an occupied government. Any loyal American who does not want to be a complete slave of a biomedical extermination operation needs to get informed quick, get right with God, and then start telling everybody you know about it and not complying with the system. The system is here to destroy us. Complying with it will get you killed. Period.